and welcome to Diaries of an Overthinker. This is the inaugural journey into my brain hole. Um, we got a great show for you today. Uh, we got a great show for you for the next 10 episodes, hopefully. Um, on Diaries of an Overthinker every week on Wednesdays, hopefully, we are going to dive in to my brain. Everybody needs an outlet. This is mine. I'm gonna get on this. I'm gonna get on this mic once a week, and I'm gonna talk about whatever I'm overthinking in that week. Um, yeah, we got a great show for you today. Um, it's gonna be very fun. I'm very excited. Uh, yeah, let's get into it. Drinking game. Every time I say, uh, or not drinking game, because I'm 19. Um, every time I say, uh, punch the person next to you. If you have headphones in, even better. Just every time you have, every time I say the, uh, punch the person next to you. Very exciting. All right. This is Diaries of an Overthinker. What are we going to talk about today? Um, I want to start, um, cause I very recently got on Euphoria. I've only seen the first... 10 I have seen the first season the two specials and the first two episodes of season two so I'm gonna kind of just muse about euphoria for a little bit um it's a really interesting show I, I I told someone this and I don't know if they understood it and I don't know if anybody's gonna understand it euphoria is just everything that Riverdale wants to be Riverdale is trying so hard to be edgy Riverdale is trying so hard to be like to take it it's it's taking itself so seriously that it's not taking itself seriously um and euphoria is hasn't hasn't jumped that shark yet i i say euphoria hasn't jumped that shark yet i've only seen the first two episodes of season two and i've heard some things about season two but um i've only seen but it hasn't jumped that shark yet so it's still a show that is talking that is like trying to have commentary and trying to talk about things that matter um, and I think it's a really valuable thing. Um, I, I understand that there are people who are put off by the show, and I understand that. And this is this is something I really want to talk about. Um, I, I understand that there are people who are just like this show is not for me. But I think it's a really important show because it's having conversations that I was terrified to have. I mean, I'm still terrified to have them. I was terrified to have six months ago. It's talking about um, sex and the impact that sex has on teen culture. It's talking about drug use and alcohol and all of the the things that like you're kind of not warned about as it you're told are terrible as a teen, but that makes you want to run to them even more. Um, all of like I don't know. Uh, it kind of makes me like. Is there a way to set boundaries for? for kids that doesn't make them want to immediately run over the boundary is there a way to say to tell a kid drugs are bad don't ever do them that doesn't make them immediately want to go do drugs and i know that's kind of a dumb thing to do but there's always that i think every kid has that experience of like even if they don't do it because i never did it i mean i never did that um there there's there's always that experience of but it but it would look so cool or if you're a kid who or if you're a kid a little bit like i was 
who has like mental health things um the 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 thought that it could maybe make you feel better the thought that it could like be an escape like it is for rue the thought that it could be like it could quiet the voice in your head for a little bit that i mean adults have to deal with that constantly i don't know where i i don't know where i stand i'm like somewhere in between (laughs) adults and an adult and a child um i said um punch the neighbor punch your neighbor um i said it again (laughs) but yeah i think um punch your neighbor um punch your neighbor (laughs) oh shit i should not have started saying i should not have started saying that but uh uh uh, 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 pow 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 anyway uh i think euphoria yeah at least in in a lot of circles in quote unquote normal people circles i know there i know it's the 21st century and there's progressive parents more progressive parents but the vast majority of adults who were in power over kids whether it be parents or um, teachers or counselors or principals they all of them are just that's bad don't talk about it that's bad we never speak of it um this it's the same way with 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 sex um and i and there's like there's different there's there's different conversations about sex from like all kinds of different angles that it's not just like that's bad because there are parents who are like if you want to have sex that's fine just be safe but for a lot of kids it's just a taboo thing that you don't ever talk about you never talk about any of it it's not something you're allowed to be honest about it's not something um because it's only ever something you're gonna get in trouble for um it's not a (laughs) allergies it's not we have like especially with kids and i don't know if it's because like kids don't have the ability to communicate communicate effectively but we've law parents either have lost the ability or have never had to learn the ability to communicate effectively with their kids um and i think there's a billion reasons as to why now in the 21st century we're having this problem when we weren't having it so much 50 years ago six 50 years ago was the 70s we were probably having this problem in the 70s but like society has progressed a lot society has been like kind of although if you look at history there's an ebb and flow to how like honest and open society is about things in ancient greece they were very open about converse about like these kind of conversations but then you get into like you go to you go to like the u.s at different points that they have been both very open and very closed off about the com the topic um and i think we're we're kind of starting to come out of a closed off period like we're starting to come to the point where we're ready to start communicating effectively with we're ready to start like teaching different teaching from different angles 
whether it's drugs, whether it's sex, we're, we're kind of, and this started as a conversation about euphoria. Great show. Um, but we're kind of, we're coming to a point where uh, we can talk about those kind of topics. And it's just, the idea of taboo is really weird to me. Because all the all that, making something taboo, all that does is make the people who deal with it isolated, embarrassed, humiliated. Um, all that does is hurt those people and strengthen the ignorance and um, closed offness of the others of the other side. Like, and and we need to stop doing that. We need to we need as a society to stop humiliating people to stop isolating people to stop isolating mental health to stop isolating addicts to stop isolating um the sex positive to stop isolate to stop isolating all these people and like i'm not saying that what they're doing not i'm not saying what what these people are doing is right but like convicts we need to stop isolating convicts our goal as people should be to make productive members of society, whether they're our own kids or it's just in the actions that we take. Um, our goal as people should be to have conversations that don't put people down, that don't make people feel alone, that don't ruin um, people's... Um, that don't make people feel like what they're doing is the worst thing in the world. Because I... I I feel like we've all dealt with that where we've all had a struggle and it's been something that you're not supposed to talk about. Well, I mean, it can be literally anything. It can be like I, in, in the modern era, um, one of the big conversations about mental health was, uh, mo all these kids, all these kids who have mental health problems are do just doing it for attention. So what that, what that caused, and I'm, this is speaking from firsthand experience. When I was feeling bad, I did not want to feel good again. Um, when I was feeling bad, if I would see a joke, if I would see like a meme or something and laugh at it, I would chastise myself. I would get mad at myself because, because it needed to be real. The things I was feeling needed to be real. I didn't, I didn't want, I didn't want myself. I didn't, I did not want I did not want it to even be conflatable that I was doing it for attention. I was doing it because I was hurting. Um, so and that comes from conversations about mental health and creating a taboo around mental health. Um, and that that's why I think Euphoria is such a good show. That's why I think very like in the last, three or four days turning red the new pixar film um that that movie has opened up conversations with the younger generation between parents and the younger generation about topics that were traditionally taboo and it's making the right people mad it's making people mad who are the right who should be mad and i this is not going to become a review of turning red but turn and it, but it kind of is. Um, Turning red is the first time watching a Pixar movie, and maybe this just comes with age, 
where, and I said this, I said this to my mom recently. Um, some people watch art from window, like into another world to escape. And some people consume art for a mirror to look in, to look at themselves and to learn new things about themselves. And turning red is the first time, at least watching a Pixar movie where I felt like it provided both. For kids, you get the window into Malin's life. You get the window into Toronto in 2002. You get the window into this girl who turns into a fluffy panda. But for parents, and I think this is this is one of the reasons it's making so many people mad, you're showing them the parts of themselves that they don't really want to look at. Like, you're showing themselves... Um, you're showing them themselves and i hope i can all i can do is hope is that this is creating conversations between parents and children where both children and parents are coming to that table willing to be real willing to be honest willing to apologize there's something to be said for the willingness to like sincerely apologize for like things you've been doing for a long time um, there's just something to be said for being willing to question your own actions. Um, I, I have been thinking about this a lot. There's something to be said for the willingness to come to a conversation and be honest about whether you're right or wrong. I feel like I've known a lot of people who believed they were right and everyone else was wrong and it didn't matter. Um, and I really, that mentality just absolutely grades on me as a person um there's something to be said for coming to a conversation willing to apologize willing to be honest um but yeah that is my spiel on turning red <laughs> um but back to back to just like Another part of the controversy is like women's health um, and puberty in young women. Um, and this is the first movie, and it's not the first movie, but this is the first kids movie to handle that without a taboo. I've seen the film three times. Um, and, and the second time I watched it, and it was reinforced the third time, this movie is not about puberty. The entire conversation about Turning Red has become about puberty. And it kind of goes for Euphoria as well. Euphoria is not about sex and drugs. Euphoria is about dealing with your issues and like trying to come up with healthy ways to deal with your issues. Turning Red is not about puberty. Turning Red is about, um, and I think this is, goes to like what the metaphor of the panda is. Um, turning Red is about how much you're allowed to let yourself feel. Um, you kind of see in and this this I can't decide if this gets into like what the metaphor of the panda is or how the panda actually works like as a fan theory but I think the panda is tied to the amount of emotion you bottle up um and that's why Malin's mom's is so big because as a kid she bottled up so much so much emotion and it it caused her to explode and 
her mom has the scar that I believe is from that fight, from the fight that her dad talks about, that Malin's dad talks about. Um, the panda is all about how much emotion you bottle up. So I'm, I had this thought watching it the third time. Um, I'm curious if, as Malin learns to live with it, if the panda won't go away on its own. Like, if she learns to not bottle up so much um, and to, like, let herself be free and let herself be her and let herself find out who she is, I'm wondering – and maybe and maybe I'm just wrong about what I what the actual panda is. Maybe I'm completely, like, off base. But I'm, I'm, I'm curious if, like, the panda goes away eventually. I, if you can't tell, I really want a sequel to Turning Red, and I really love Turning Red a lot. Also, spoilers for Turning Red. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but, yeah. Um, there's just something to be said. And full disclosure, I am... This is a re-recording of episode one. I've already recorded episode one. But, um, because... But, I, but in episode one, I said a thing that I should not have. Um, I had been, I, there was a word in my vocabulary that I did not realize was harmful. So I took it out. So, I mean, I re-recorded the episode and I took it out of my vocabulary because that's another thing we don't talk. It's like, if we don't talk about these issues, then we have no idea how we're making other people feel. Like if we don't talk about um, mental health, then we have no idea, then, then, like, using words like crazy, that's, that's awful, that can feel awful to a person, like, that's such a, calling someone crazy is such a demeaning, if, if they're not, like, certifiably insane, even, even then, but, like, if they're not, like, violent and hurting people, calling someone crazy is such a, horribly demeaning like phrase that and and the willingness to be that demeaning only comes from not talking about it we cannot gain empathy if we don't talk about these these things we cannot we cannot fix the mess that we're in if we don't learn to talk about if you can hear the dog i'm sorry we we cannot learn empathy if we don't learn to talk about these problems that people are all that everyone is having um and i don't really know like i i am one dude i do not have the ability to fix all of the world's problems but um uh Oh god, the dog. <laughs> but if we don't and it and it and it requires a change within us. Like it's not just like it require like yes, we have to learn to talk about these things and we have to we have to learn to talk about these things with the people who are going through them so that we can use the results of that conversation to change ourselves. But also before we even have that conversation, we have to change ourselves. We have to we have to get rid of the arrogance. We have to get rid of the I'm right and you're wrong mentality. We have to get rid of that. And we have to go into these conversations willing to learn from these people. Willing to learn from these people who are doing things that we don't agree with. 
Um, I don't know. I just, I really, really wanted to talk about Taboo. And I really, really wanted to, to talk about the things that people go through that we don't talk about. Um, and Euphoria was a great way to do that. And um, what the, what's, what's it called? What's the other show called? What's the other, Turning Red was a great way to talk about that. Um, like I said, this is a re-recording, and I have, I'm two episodes, I'm, I'm t- technically three episodes ahead. Like I have one, this is episode one. I have two done, and I have three done. Um, so and I'm so if I if I backtrack and talk about episode one and episode two, um, I'm talking about the previously recorded episode two. It shouldn't it should not affect the quality of the episode that much, but just be aware that that is a thing um but yeah uh if i'm gonna if i'm gonna if i'm gonna give you some advice at the end of this at the end of this rant um all i would say is go talk to someone and be on go talk to someone willing to be honest with the willingness to be honest um because we do not live in a world that knows how to have an honest conversation, to, to set boundaries, to, um, to be real. And I don't like, I'm so lost in how like isolated I feel because I feel like I see emotions in a completely different way than everyone around me. I feel like I see people in a completely different way than everyone around me. I feel like I see art, music, science, history, all of it in a completely different way than everyone around me. Um, and I re and, and a part of me and a part of me still has that I'm right. You're wrong mentality. I mean, the fact that I'm preaching about getting rid of that mentality kind of, kind of has that mentality kind of ingrained into it. Um, but so I'm not going to pretend like I know how to fix, um, um, I'm not going to pretend like I know how to fix the world's problems. I'm just going to give you my perspective on how I think we can enact real, honest, meaningful change on a person-to-person level. We're not going to change... You can change the world from, from the top down, from politics, from religion, but most of us won't. The way that we can change the world, the way that every single person listening to this can change the world is by being nice to the next person they talk to and then being nice to the person after that and then being empathetic with the person after that and then being honest with the person after that. That is how we change the world. That By getting rid of taboo, by getting rid of we don't talk about that, by being open and honest to be there for people who are going through these things. Because they're already going through these things. They don't need the added pressure of not being allowed to talk about that. And they don't need the added pressure of being isolated from isolated and ostracized from the world. They're not lepers. They're not contagious. They're not, they're not, it's not going to kill you to talk about sex. It's not going to kill you to talk about drugs. It's not going to kill you to talk about um puberty it's not going to kill you to talk about any of these things any of these things it might be uncomfortable good we need to be uncomfortable um that's yeah 
that's my rant. This is Diaries of an Overthinker. This was a little bit... The next two episodes are not this preachy, I don't think. Episode two might be. I don't really remember. But the next two episodes are not this preachy. Um, also, I did want to touch on, um, because I discovered it since I recorded recorded the first time. Um, there's another podcast is kind of similar to what I'm trying to do here called Keep It Colorful with... I'm going to look up her name real quick. I'm going to look up this girl's name real quick. Um, but it's really good. It's, it's very similar to this. It's just talking about life and the things that matter. Kinsey Phelps. Go listen to Keep It Colorful because it's a great show. I have found it pretty recently, and it is exactly what I want. It's 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 different because I'm still a little bit broken, but and Kinsey seems a little bit seems to have a better attitude than I do. But it's such a uplifting show, and I I would really encourage you if you enjoyed this. Go listen to that. She also um, is a little bit runs a little bit shorter than I do, so if this was too long, keep it colorful. Um, yeah, um, yeah, that is my spiel for this week. Um, talk about hard things. Um, yeah, thank you very much for listening. I don't really, I'm not really doing this for views. This is just I need an outlet. I'm gonna talk. If you want to listen, you can listen. I need an outlet. I'm going to talk about what I want to talk about. Um, thank you for coming on this inaugural journey into my brain hole. Um, I am very excited for next week is a really interesting episode. The we- Episode three is really good. Um, I kind of like that I recorded. I kind of like that I'm backtracking because I can talk because I, because now I can hype up the next couple episodes because they are really, really good. Um, specifically episode three. I'm really proud of episode three. Um, I'm really proud of myself in episode three. Um, so yeah, very i had a great time re-recording this episode this is a i'm really becoming proud of this show and i'm becoming very proud of getting to do this show every week or whenever i do it i don't i don't really record i like i recorded three episodes in like three days so i i'm very proud of this show so uh yeah i hope you enjoyed um feel free to like comment whatever um and we will see you next week thank you very much Thank you.